I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Guys, I'm drunk. And I started a Patreon. Ah, at Patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. There you can find bonus content for both my podcast, The Rit Bites and Paleo Rit. For the Paleo Bites bonus content, we discuss... Pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about Jurassic World Evolution. This is my favorite game. I have 3,000 hours played on this game. I'm not exaggerating. I'd marry it if I could marry a game. But I can't. The game can't consent. Shame. I love this game. It's the best dinosaur park builder game ever. I love it. Jurassic World Evolution, baby. We talk about it on the Patreon. Link is in the description for where you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support. And have a lovely day. Don't let anyone tell you you can't have a good day. You can have a great day. You were going to have the best day ever. I'm drunk. I'm going to throw up. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleo Bites, the podcast that will haunt your dreams like the velociraptor that said, Alan. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) My name is Matthew Donald, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, back to the main show at last, after after already being on the Patreon. Since then, uh, it is Stephen Crow. He's back! He's not extinct! (laughs) Just like in Independence Day when he was like, Hello, boys! I'm back! (laughs) <laughs> yeah and also like independence day you're like the aliens you know you thought they were gone but then 20 years later they came back surprise <laughs> i actually don't mind that that sequel i thought it was an interesting sequel some people really hate it i thought i like it i think that it was a little bit of a rehash but at the same time it was fun but also it had it. a really cool idea of like this is 20 years from an alien invasion that wiped out most of the world. This was not the same world anymore. Right. They, like, this is an alternate universe where the timeline branched off at 20, 1996. That is pretty cool. They turned so, it into an alternate history. This wasn't is... the 2016 of the year it came out. This was an alternate 2016 where we had advanced technology all, and we bases all around the solar system. and like It was super fun. That was really cool. And I liked how when the alien ship landed across the Atlantic you see it get to the to the White House like oh here it goes it's gonna destroy it again and then just barely just barely like the flag on the top gets leaned over a bit 
It's a wonder that ship didn't crack the, the crust of the earth. Yeah, I don't know why we're even talking about that. Like, because nothing, I, I no, quoted Independence Day. That's true. It was like, it has nothing to do with dinosaurs. Uh, that director did do 10,000 BC, though. Uh, so He also did um, Godzilla. That's true. There were two things that we could do for the Patreon. But yeah, anyhow. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so here's a dinosaur-related question for you. Um, uh, you've been gone for so long. Yes, it has so, been a while. Give me an excuse involving a prehistoric animal that explains your absence. An excuse involving a prehistoric animal? Yeah, so like animal. say, oh, I was chased by this thing, and then I had to fight it off before I come. Something like that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I found uh, a crack in my bathtub, which led me to an underground hollow earth <gasps> with lots and lots of prehistoric critters, and I had to fight my way out. Oh, wow. What was it like? <laughs> it was very warm. Was it like warm. an upside down sort of oh, scrappy, screwy place like in Godzilla vs. Kong? Oh God, I'm still dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the light come from? There was a sun in the in the background in some of those shots. Where was the sun from? For the life, for the love of Pete, for the last time, it was the core of the all earth. All right, all right. <laughs> and in fact, I even Everyone specified. Freaks out about that. Yeah, I guess that's true. You're right. I love the, the idea of that world, though. I really hope the next. Kong movie is just called you know they had Kong Skull Island so I hope the next one is Kong Hollow Earth I hope they explore more of it too because they, they did a really really cool job fleshing out that world it wasn't just like oh no it's an underground cavern like mm-hmm. no they, they made it like a planet inside a planet yes exactly <laughs> so there could be so many things there could be some classic uh Kong monsters, but like uh, repurposed to be like mm. um, imagine like a V Rex, but three hundred feet tall. And, now you're talking, and has like tentacles instead of arms or something. That would be creepy. But I don't okay. know, just something that makes it more monstrous. You but... could have lots of Godzilla monsters too. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, hoping they continue it. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, I think that that is just an excuse. I think I don't think you actually were in a hollow earth. Oh, I think really? you partied with a bunch of Truodons and didn't tell me. That is wrong. They were ornithomimids. That's true, and Truodon isn't a valid species anymore, so... It's not? What? Yeah. Uh, all the... the okay, sorry to pr- tell you this now on air. <laughs> so, um, we knew of the tooth of Truodon. Right. The wounding tooth that gets its name. Uh, the rest of it... Uh, is a skeleton that we thought was Truodon. We've since found out it is actually Stenonychosaurus, the very close relative. Uh, so the only thing that is quote unquote confirmed to be different from Truodon is the tooth, and a tooth is not enough. So it is it is not a nomenudum or something. It's a different. It might be a nomenudum. It's a nomen something that's like we don't have enough yet. Uh, okay, so they they've put him on probation. Yes. So if we find another skeleton that looks like Truodon that matches that tooth, then it's back. But oh. but for now, what we think of of Truodon is actually Stenonychosaurus. Truodon's easier to say, though. I know. <laughs> uh, whenever I read Stenonychosaurus, I was like, Stenonychosaurus? Stenonychosaurus. I don't even know if that's correct. I have a puppy here. Hello. Yes, we're puppy sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, while, um, for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, puppy breath. I'm glad that she's calm right now. Yeah. What's your favorite dinosaur, Luna? She says, the ones I eat. <laughs> <laughs> you could take on a dinosaur. Maybe a Microraptor. Except she, it has the claw. I don't know if we could take on a Microraptor. She takes on our German Shepherd, no problem. <laughs> oh, I guess, well, the German Shepherd lets her. If the German Shepherd went all out. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, okay. Well, uh, let's see. How in the world do I segue into this? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think I can. I failed as a Segway master. It's a different conversation. <gasps> you did it! Aha. We're talking about Allosaurus, a.k.a. Different Lizard. Hold on, let me check we're recording. We are recording. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, This is a classic creature that we've been wanting to talk about for a long time. Mm-hmm. But that darn coronavirus... Ruined everything. It did. It did. It ruined everything. Because Allosaurus was the creature that gave us the virus, so it was no longer PC to talk about. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. There's a plot twist. <laughs> there actually is a Coronosaurus. Not ah, Coronasaurus. I but imagine it's... that's not a very popular dinosaur right now. No. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, Allosaurus, it means different lizard, hence this, the the uh, segue you gave. It was called that because its vertebrae were unique to scientists at the time of its discovery. Mm. Uh, type is an allosaur theropod. Duh. Right. Uh, a size, uh, it varies, uh, but uh, we think it's like 31 to 39 feet, slash 9 to 12 meters long. Mm. Uh, 2.5 to 3.5 tons. It was a carnivore. It was in the late Jurassic, 155 to 145 million years ago. Uh, you're getting out the book with a sneaky smile on your face. Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna get this information here. Yes, I'm fact checking. No, I'm kidding. I totally, <laughs> I totally trust him. Uh, location: uh, USA and Portugal, uh, which is the same as Stegosaurus, oddly enough. Which means the two locations must have been quite close back then. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Uh, described in 1877 during the Bone Wars. Ah, uh, yes, the Bone Wars. Uh, pop culture appearances. Uh, it's quite a few. Walking with Dinosaurs, where it also got a whole spinoff. The Ballad of Big Al. I think... Okay, no, it wasn't that one. It was, like, probably the second time a dinosaur has ever made me cry in The Ballad of Big Al. Oh, really? Yeah. Aww. First time... I never cried with Land Before Time. I think I was too young to fully understand it when I first saw... Oh, yeah. That, like... Because, you know, I cried... I think the first time I cried for a dinosaur was in the initial Walking with Dinosaurs when the two baby T-Rex lost their mother and they refused to leave her corpse... And then the meteor hit. Yeah, that was kind of sad. Yeah, like, uh, which I guess in a way is them being put out of their misery because they would have starved to death if they had stayed by their true mother. But Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Still, and then the second time was in Battle of Big Al. When we follow this guy... On his journey, and he just gets all the injuries. <laughs> he that he tries to go to an Allosaurus beyond his league. <laughs> the Allosaurus turns him down Uh-oh. and injures him. <laughs> yep, poor guy. Know your league, people. <laughs> you, you think you might want to go for a eight, but you're a five. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> nah, I think it's because she was older than him, and he was really too young and inexperienced. So. Oh, dear. <laughs> Anyways. So, as well as that, um, when dinosaurs roamed America, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's The Lost World, uh, one million years BC, the Valley of Guanji. Yep. Um, Land of the Lost, both the TV show and the movie. Dino Crisis, the Jurassic Park series from Fallen Kingdom onwards, including the shorts, uh, Battle of Big Rock. Have you seen that short? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, which is also the first time in the show where they have a dinosaur, a, bi- a bipedal dinosaur, that has proper hands. All the other dinosaurs in this, in this other series have pronated hands. Uh. But in, in the, that short, they finally got it right. <laughs> that Allosaurus has its hands facing... I didn't notice that. I'll yeah. look again. So hopefully that's a trend as it continues on. Uh, so Jurassic Park Operation Genesis, Jurassic World Evolution, Zoo Tycoon, Dino Island, Ark Survival Evolved, and many, many, many more. Mm-hmm. I'd like to throw in a mention of D- Dinotopia Shandar because they show baby Allosaur chicks in that one. Oh, that's true, and they have feathers. Mm-hmm, they're yeah. fluffy. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, by far the most common predatory dinosaur of the late Jurassic. Allosaurus is one of the most well-known dinosaurs of all time with hundreds of nearly complete skeletons discovered over the decades. First discovered during the Bone Wars by Othniel Charles Marsh, has undergone a ton of research and study since. Absolutely. Um, I used to work at Dinosaur Ridge, which was a hotspot during the Bone Wars. Yes, it was. And it wasn't where Allosaurus was discovered, but it was where they did a lot of main excavation for him. You can find some footprints there, right, of him? Or like that one place that has... There there are a couple of Allosaur footprints, yes. Yes. And lots of bones. bones I I, I, I volunteered there beforehand for a bit, so I've always been thinking about going back, but... You should. Yeah, I think I might now. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I think I might now, now that... uh, COVID's over and, I've, and I haven't been vaccinated so I, it's not over it, I, let me specify it's not over although wait when does this episode premiere hold on <laughs> <laughs> a court uh, Biden has said he wants to have Independence Day be independence from COVID that would be nice yeah so let's see when this comes out it's ambitious but it's yeah, nice yeah it's probably not going to happen but hey he said he was going to vaccinate 100 million people in his first 100 days and he's already up to 200 million so Ta-da! so a lot uh, more than certain other presence <clears throat> anyway anyways we're probably not gonna be fully free of covid but we'll just have we'll see <laughs> i don't know anyways so the most well-known individual skeleton is of big al uh which is what that uh welcome to special was about that wasn't just a story where they just abused a poor <laughs> allosaurus that they made up to make you feel sorry for it. no all those injuries that it had it actually had ah so they tried to tell his story yes that is a historical domain character if you will where is big al he's in wyoming oh that's uh, so close we should go yeah um uh it's a, a skeleton discovered in 1991 sub-adult is 95 percent complete and incredibly well preserved that is 95 is really good for yeah. any skeleton uh he had a pretty sucky life though 19 of his bones were broken and showed sign of, or showed sign of infection Ooh. i say his it might be a girl it's hard to tell with bones yeah like it's hard to tell with living birds <laughs> like how can you tell with a dead bird ancestor <laughs> good point so big it could big al could be big alex or alice <laughs> <laughs> i don't know alice yeah anyways the third toe on the right foot in particular had a major infection and was coated by an which is a layer of bone over a pre-existing layer Ooh. yeah that doesn't sound pleasant yeah it's like some necrotic tissue or something mm. that like infected real bad and i thought an ingrown toenail was bad oh yeah it's <laughs> 
bad, and then he had some other injuries. Some of them probably uh, were, were wouldn't have killed him. Like th- those animals had pretty violent lives. Like they fought each other. They fought like other creatures. They got knocked over by prey, like the tails of the patasaurus. Yeah, probably. they probably had some broken. Each one of them probably had a few broken ribs. Or you get an infection though. Yeah, on the foot. That was the killer. Like mm-hmm. the thing on the foot. Like that. Yeah, he limped a lot like crazy, and poor guy. Uh, but science, thanks you for your sacrifice, Big Al. Your contributions will not be forgotten. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the private's life, though, Allosaurus was the top predator, hunting st- sauropods, stegosaurs, ornithopods, and the like. Uh, is there anything from that book there you wanted to mention in particular? Um, so there are was far yeah. So this is the Princeton Field Guide to Dinosaurs. Yes, yes. And they list two specific Allosaurus species. They Ooh. have Allosaur, Allosaurus fragilis. Yes. Oh, actually. There's several. Oh, there's actually four of them. But Is anyway, one of them Allosaurus Maximus? One's Allosaurus fragilis. One's Allosaur unnamed species. That's unoriginal. <laughs> <laughs> one, oh, that's my favorite species. The one un- is, yeah, yeah, Allosaurus or Saurophagonus Maximus. Yes, because some people think Saurophagonus is actually Allosaurus Maximus. Hmm. But that's not considered the case anymore. So it's this... still disputed, but it's mostly consu- assumed that Saurophagonus was its own species. Okay, so this book must have been written a bit before they settled that. I don't think it's fully settled. It's like, they, but yeah. They also have Allosaurus Europe, uh, Europaeus, question mark. Do they have Allosaurus Gemodsini? Jema- they do not. That is a pretty recent one, and we have decided, when we have declared from evidence that that was what Big Al was. Oh, interesting. Okay. So... They also have... How do I pronounce this? Lorinhanosaurus or Allosaurus atunisi. Yes. The thing about Allosaurus is that since we've known about it for so long, and that was back before we knew of a lot of dinosaurs, it was like how for a while every meat-eating dinosaur was some species of Megalosaurus. Mm-hmm. So we named a lot of different yeah, things yeah. Allosaurus. So. Same thing with the Hadrosaurus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called a wastebasket taxon. Is the term for it. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Collections of multiple individuals have been found together, suggesting a social lifestyle to some capacity, although it's unknown if they hunted in packs or just gathered together to feast in a carcass while still living solitary lifestyles. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we find dozens and dozens of Allosaurus skeletons buried with a single skeleton of a Stegosaurus or something. Uh, which sounds like a horrific gangbang assault against a poor plant eater. Yeah, it does. Uh, but actually suggests that the plant eater got stuck in the thick mud and tar and died, mm-hmm. which attracted uh, smaller. Some, the smell attracted multiple allosaurus, which feasted on the body and then got stuck, and their body attracted more allosaurus. Classic it's predator trap. Vicious cycle. Yes. Um, there's also in Dinosaur Ridge. It's a site left over from a flood. Oh, so that's yeah. why there's a whole mess of Jurassic dinosaur bones just, you know, all thrown together. Yep. That's the thing about fossils. The character in question has to die for us to find them. Yeah, Except for trace fossils. That's the unfortunate part. Trace fossils, which are the, like, well, the ones... Like in Dinosaur Ridge, you know, like those footprints. When we see those true. one footprints of... Uh, those kinds of trace fossils are harmless, yes. Yeah. Like, the, I love those that footprints where you see the mother... Eolambia or whatever they think it is mm-hmm. and then the baby kind of walking beside and you can see it running because it's only the back footprints and it's and it's longer stride and since it's just the footprints we can assume that they both lived a long and healthy life and they died of natural causes and, after a long life 
just stop. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> that this this little cute baby that was running alongside its mother didn't have to die to make that fossil. Well, so. well, you know there are ornithomimid tracks right near there, and some people have speculated that it was hunting the baby. We don't know for sure. Don't you? Can't you see the ornithomimid tracks kind of go away, like the mother scared it off, or did I make that up? I always, I always told the kids when I gave the tour, maybe if we dug uh, on the rocks, we would find that mom had to teach him a lesson. Yeah. But we don't, like, it is ent- entirely speculation. There's no evidence that they actually were being hunted, but maybe. You never know. Right. Um, so, there's so much more to talk about with Allosaurus, but this podcast is more about introducing dinosaurs to people and providing funny commentary <laughs> rather than going all out about all the current well-known information. One thing I would like to point out is that Allosaurus has these two knobby things on his head that are yes. kind of like horns. Yes, they, I've seen him depicted as kind of like miniature versions of the Dilophosaurus crest. Kinda. Very, very miniature versions. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, they've had those before. One thing that I wanted to point out, and this isn't about the science of the creature, but how it's depicted in pop culture, for some reason, the whole world seems to agree that Allosaurus is red. You know, now that you mention it, it does. It is usually rendered red. Like pretty much every depiction I have seen of Allosaurus in a video, movie, show, video game is colored red. Some are more subtle about it, like Walking with Dinosaurs, where it just has a red crest, but that is a highlight. So true. So, um, but like Operation Genesis, red. Yes, uh, uh, Zoo Tycoon, red. Dinos, uh, Planet Dinosaur, red. Yeah, Paraworld, red. Dino Island, red. <laughs> Dressel of the Fallen Kingdom, it also is mostly green, but it does have a red crest. Guanji broke the mold and made it purple. Purple's... You need red to make purple. Okay. That's <laughs> so, <halfway> there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. there's It gets to a point where, like, if I see a non-red Allosaurus, it looks weird to me. Huh. <laughs> like, uh, when dinosaurs roamed America, I had a green Allosaurus. I'm like, ah, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be red. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much Allosaurus. So we're at everyone's favorite part of the show. We rate it one out of sixty-five million. Mm. Uh, this is a pretty good thing. It's also it was also so common. Like we have fossils of it all over. I think he's kind of an unsung hero. So I'm gonna give him fifty-eight mil. Yeah, like he gets overshadowed by T-Rex a lot. So, mm. but like this was the T-Rex of the Jurassic. Well, except for if it wasn't Sauropagonex, but yeah, he was almost the T-Rex of the Jurassic. <laughs> he was the Albertosaurus of the Jurassic. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he was the Tarbosaurus of the Jurassic. I don't know. T-Rex's great, 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 great uncle. Yeah, definitely uncle. He's not a Solurosaurus. He's not. He's not a descendant of him. Right. Not grandfather. You know, uncle. So, but yeah. All right. Uh, when I rate, I I didn't rate anything yet. I'm gonna rate. 55 million. Okay. Pretty cool. If it hunts in a pack, it's even cooler. <laughs> that would be cool if they could prove that. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the few big meat eaters that also lived alongside... Actually, no, no, I think about it, a lot of big meat eaters lived alongside long necks. Even T-Rex had Al- Alamosaurus. Mm, that's true. So, never mind. That doesn't, it doesn't get any points from that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is a classic. Uh, I, love, I like it when it's used. Um, good stuff. All right, well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at mattd at methadoncreator.com. Uh, for any general questions to me or any co-host, I could relay any questions. Do you have anything you'd like to plug at all? Or? Uh, yes, so I am a writer as well as an educator. I have my own website, stephenccurrow.com. The uh, Stevens yes. with a PH. Yes. Um, I also have a novella, novelette, 
coming out with Hyrith Publishing in August. I, I have poetry showing up in um, a bunch of different magazines, and I've published some short fiction, and um, you can find all that on my website. Cool. I have a book series on Amazon Megazoic available for print and Kindle. Uh, there is an Allosaurus in it. He is a mutant dinosaur made by mm. the crazy scientist Olagex. He has a frill like a uh, Jurassic Park Dilophosaurus, but instead of shooting uh, poison, tar poison, he shoots electricity. Yes, I remember that guy. That guy was cool. <laughs> yes. He's a mutant that lasts the longest, too, until he gets beheaded <laughs> by a portal. <laughs> it's a good story. Spo- Young, good for the kids. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> My editor actually said, be careful with decapitation. <laughs> Especially for a book that's aimed at, like, a young adults or something. Right. But I said, she's, she said, since it's like a, a I, you specified this is not a sentient cr- creature, it's like more of a monster, it's okay if you don't go into any detail for mm. it. So later on, I was like, if there's any beheadings, it's from robots. So, Good call. From lifeless hunk of metal robots <laughs> that I'm sure have feelings, but whatever. <laughs> Especially because they're sci-fi robots. <laughs> Anyways, uh, also, uh, you can find me on social media at Matthew Dawn Career on Facebook, at Matthew Dawn 64 on Twitter, and Matthew Dawn 64 on Instagram. I also have another podcast called The Rit Wits, where two twits talk about writing. Uh, yeah, it's a good podcast, I think. I don't know. All right, well, that's it for this week. I'm just to say at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites, uh, roar, what does the Allosaurus make? Roar. Actually, they don't think that we roared anymore. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> That's just not intimidating. Uh, I guess, you know, crocodiles have a little throaty growl. Yeah, I bet they growled. Anyways, bye. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.